Are you an athlete who has big aspirations but struggling to keep an intense and persistent workout routine? Well, look no further. TurfWorkout.com brings the intensity that is designed for increasing footwork, explosivity, transitional running, strength, speed, and core all to you virtually. Designed by Dale Greenwald, CSCS strength and conditioning specialist who has trained athletes at the pro, college, and high school levels, TurfWorkout.com brings you weekly workout plans sent each week to guide athletes at all levels with each video being demonstrated by a Division One athlete. For the low price of $20, you can start your first workout with Turf and for an additional $10, receive weekly workouts designed by Coach Greenwald himself. So, if you're an athlete in need of a consistent and intense workout to improve your game during these difficult times, you must check out TurfWorkout.com. What's going on, everybody? Back at you with another episode of Quarantine Football. Like always, I'm your co-host, Ryan, with you guys today. And I got my good old co-host, Nate, with us as well. What's going on, Nate? How was your day, man? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I'm glad I got the, the good old treatment from Ryan. Uh, you know, Ryan, calls uh, you call everything uh, good old, but yes, you've sir. never called me your good old co-host. So uh, finally, I got the I got that good old moniker, you know. Hey, I got you, man. I gotta gotta give you the good old uh, good old title, you know. I got I give that to give that to everyone, pretty much. I, now that I realize it, you uh, you kind of. Right, I'm no longer saying good old. Just just put it putting that out there. That that that's outdated. But uh, enough about me, because today the reason why we're all here is we have a very special guest on the show today. My man Jason Poe, fullback from Lino Ryan University. What's going on, man? What's up, man? How's it going? I'm I'm doing pretty well. Uh, yesterday, unfortunately, I lost power, but today, you know, we're we're chilling. It was a beautiful day out today. Had my fan going pretty much uh, all day in my room because it was extremely humid outside. Classic, uh, classic jersey. But you know, I, I had a pretty great day. Uh, how about you, man? Good, man. I'm just glad to hear that you got your power back on. That's the main thing. <laughs> hey, man, you know, the Jersey weather, it was just like crazy storm, you know, came in, lasted for like five minutes, not even, but like 30 seconds into it, man, power just out like that and just didn't come back for like nine hours. It was terrible. Dang, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. No, you know. I, was about to, I was about to go for a bike ride, too. I was talking to my mom. I was like, yo, mom, I'm about to go for the bike ride. And she was like, all right, be careful. I heard it's about to storm. And I was like, oh, I guess I won't go. And I look out the window like a minute later, and it just starts like this crazy downpour, like this thunder, lightning. I was like, I am glad I did not go on that bike. Oh ride. man, it was insane, man. It was it was crazy. But uh, enough about the weather. Uh, we're here to talk about my man Jason and his uh, football experiences with Lino Ryan. So uh, one question that we really like to start off with, uh, kind of a broad question we like to uh, ask everybody is, uh, how did you know that you wanted to play football? You know, was there uh, a role model you had while you grew up, or uh, did you just kind of uh, get into it? in your high school days, and then uh, you decided, you know, I want to play this in college and, uh, you know, have big aspirations for the NFL? Uh, I just, honestly, when I, I was in ninth grade in high school, I just, I saw my friends and they was they was out there with their jerseys and stuff and they used to come back with big food plates, like grits, eggs, pancakes, sausage, all that. I was like, how you guys get that? And they told me, they said, all you have to do is, you know, join the team and talk to Coach Strickland. That was my high school head coach. So, I talked to him and I said, what do I need to do to join, you know, the fixture of Purple Hurricanes? And he told me to just show up on time and give good effort. And ever since then, I've been doing that. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of guys I feel like we've talked to, uh, you know, they were kind of born into it 
they grew up in a football family and they started like at a young age playing like flag football, stuff like that. And, you know, I, I have to say you're, you're one of the first guys to tell us that like, you know, you just started in high school. And I think that's really impressive because I know a lot of like, a lot of uh, football players uh, growing up with it, you know, they developed that, uh, that skill over time and all of that. You just started out in high school, developed that skill. And now you're playing for Lino Ryan, a great, great football school, great university. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's my overall opinion on it. I think that's uh, extremely impressive. Yes, sir. Yeah, Lenore Ryan is his great, his outstanding school. You know, it's a small school, but you know, game day is packed over twelve thousand people. Hey, man. I mean, small school, but you know, I, this year my man uh, Kyle Duggar going in the second round. He was one of my one of my personal uh, sleepers for this for this uh, past draft, and I mean, I think he's going to be stud in the NFL. I know, uh, I know you you had the uh, honor of playing with him. Uh, how was he? As a as a teammate, I just want to hear your opinion on this. He was a great guy, man. He he did everything right. You know, he liked to he liked to lead the, the pack. You know, especially on the field, his instinct. You know, he liked to attack people, and and also he's he got the agility and the speed as a big guy, two twenty six one or or six one and a half to like cover ground in a short period of time. Like it's it's awesome. So you know, the Patriots they don't they don't pick. Bad guy, so I know he's gonna go out there and show out because he has that motor. Hey, definitely. I mean, that's exactly what I was telling Nate. I'm like, you know, he he might be from a small school, but the Patriots they they know what they're doing. And I mean, I I watched his film, all of that. He's gonna be he's gonna be something special, in my opinion. Yes, sir. He is. All yeah, right, Nate. I, yeah, I'm gonna pass over to you, Nate. Go ahead. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. You know, I think a lot of people, uh, a lot of people, kind of found out about like Lenore Ryan uh, football. Uh, off of that draft experience with Kyle Duggar. But, uh, you know, you guys already had a lot of fans too. Uh, great football school. But uh, I think a lot of our listeners might not already know, like, your personal football story. So uh, can you just tell us, like, kind of how you got to uh, to playing fullback? Uh, I was I was in high school. I played uh, guard, right guard. But we was in, like, a wing T offense. So Coach Strickland used to pull me probably almost every play and we, we barely passed for Tech. So I was just pulling, kicking, and trapping guys until they couldn't stand it. So I just kept doing that. So Hutchinson Community College, uh, the Juco up there in Kansas, they they looked at me for fullback, and they was like, yeah, this is perfect fit. So my first year, I got up there. You know, it was like it was like 15 fullbacks in front of me, you know, from um, bounce backs from D1 and freshmen coming in. So I had to work my way up to be the starting fullback in my freshman year, and I was all conference. So I – I gave God the glory. He blessed me on that. Yeah, definitely. You know, I uh, I think a lot of those uh, a lot of those positional changes, especially the ones that are based in need, you know, uh, they end up pretty successful. And I think that's definitely uh, that's definitely going to be the the future of your position change for sure. Uh, because you do have those uh, those positive qualities as like a pulling blocker and a lead blocker as that you can easily translate to being a fullback. Uh, but to kind of go off of that, like as a fullback, what's one part of your game, like one very specific part that you take a lot of pride in? Uh, I take a lot of pride in not getting beat because, you know, 85% of the time you're doing the right thing. But, you know, the other percent, you guys going to get you. You know, everybody's good, especially at the college level or at the D1 level. Like somebody's going to get you. You can't always win. But if you give a good effort, you know, it's going to be positive. You can win the game. Yeah, definitely. You know, I think a lot of those, like, like talking about like just like not like not losing those battles, you know. Uh, a lot of football, even though it's like obviously it's eleven on eleven on the field, 
and uh, you've got a whole game to win or to lose. A lot of it often comes down to like individual battles, whether it's O linemen versus D linemen mm-hmm. in blocking, whether it's like quarterback trying to read the eyes of the safety, whether it's a wide receiver trying to put a move on a corner. You know, yes, uh, of course. A lot yeah. of the, yeah, a lot of the game does come down to those like individual matchups, and uh, I think that's really prevalent, especially uh, as like for a fullback because as a lead blocker, you have a very clear job to clear a hole for the running back behind you. And, uh, you know, when you lose that, it's the result is usually uh, either a tackle for a loss or not as much gain as you could have had. Uh, but if you make that as a, like, if you make that as a really good block, then uh, the running back just gets a lot more yards, big play. And uh, even though you might not get as much recognition for that as a fullback, mm-hmm. like it's definitely one of the more important like one-on-one matchups. Exactly. You're right about that. Oh man, I have a. There's a. There was a. I was talking to a recently signed uh, Bill, uh, Buffalo Bills UDFA uh, Reggie uh, Gilliam, and he had a uh, hashtag in his bio. It says hashtag Make Fullbacks Great Again, and I was like, man, you gotta make like a T-shirt out of that, man. Like that's that's a great hashtag. You know, yes, fullback. That's awesome, right there. <laughs> fullback is such an underappreciated position, man. Yeah, it is. You know, they banging heads almost every play. You know. Defense don't like that. That, that. That's probably why they're trying to get away from it too physical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Yeah, yeah. you know, uh, fullbacks, uh, like uh, like I'm trying to remember, I don't even know who the Giants have at fullback. I mean, that's kind of worrisome for me because I want a good fullback. I need my man Saquon to get those holes. You feel me? Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, I for think, sure. Uh, so, I'm trying to remember his name, the Giants fullback. Oh, uh, Henry, Elijah Henry? Penny. That- Elijah okay. Penny, that's who it is. Oh, he's the one that played. He's the one that played DT too, right? I think so. I'm not even sure, honestly. Yeah, Wait, there's we, like one of the one of the fullbacks. I think it's the Giants fullback that used to play DT. Let me check. Honestly, I don't even know. But I'm I'm gonna go on with the questions while you check that. Uh, so uh, another question we like to ask. Uh, sort of another personal question is uh, why you choose the number that you wear currently? Well, um, I wanted 51 because that was my high school number, but when I got to LR, you know. A guy from South Georgia, and he was upper class, and he had 51. So I was like, you know, I just pick a random number. The number don't make the player. The player made the number. So I just went on with it like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like, uh, you know, at least when you go to college and, uh, you know, NFL as a rookie, you know, you don't really uh, get much of a say with your number. Sometimes a lot of guys are uh, kind of forced into a number if uh, the number that they wore in high school was taken, which in uh, your case, that was the uh, that was situation. But, you know, then maybe the number will grow on you, and uh, that's the number you just stick with for the, rest of your, for the rest of your career, you know? Yeah, 64. I mean, it ain't bad. It's not, you know, it's not a bad number. I like it, actually. Yeah, I mean, the 50 numbers, in, in my opinion, are pretty clean. I, I, I got to say that. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, so uh, another question I want to uh, want to talk about is, uh, did you have an idol in the football world uh, while you grew up? Uh, let's see. Uh, I really didn't watch football, you know, because I started in ninth grade. But I like I like Ray Lewis because the way his mentality is, the physicality of the game, his, his drive, like he – He's a monster. Like, he's going to make you feel him. And I like the presence that he brings to the game. I feel like that I play a similar game as is to him. Yeah, I mean, you know, when, when Ray Lewis was on the field, he had, he had wide receivers, like, heads were on swivels pretty much 24-7 during the game. You know, you wanted to know where that man was, and you did not want to be getting hit by him. Because if you got hit by him, man, you, you're, just, you're, just, you're just out. Out like, out like a light. 
Pretty much. I mean, I would have I would have want that man hitting me like that. If I if I catch a ball and I just feel that man pound right into me, like my God, man, I can't even imagine what uh what wide receivers and tight ends had to go through, you feel me? Yeah, yeah, that's why you gotta get them fullbacks to clean it up, you know? <laughs> exactly, exactly. I feel you. Yeah. All right, Nate, go ahead, man. Yeah, sure. Uh so what would you say, uh like just from playing fullback, like what is one part about playing fullback that's like pretty difficult that a lot of casual fans might not see or might not expect to be that difficult? Or like an under underappreciated aspect of it. Uh, you know, making every block because it's it's hard to make every block, but you have to do your best to do it because you know if you don't, it's gonna be a miss a tackle for a loss or or miss hole a big gap for a touchdown or anything. You make you got to make sure that you make every block the best you can. But, you know, people think that it's easy, like it's just a snap of a finger. But, you know, it's really not. It takes technique, detail, you know, and intelligence to make that block every single time. Yeah, definitely. That reminds me a lot of actually uh, – so I forget who it was uh, that we were interviewing where they said that, like, every single play that happens in the NFL is like a miniature miracle, basically. Like fans, they see it just as like a snap. Quarterback gets the ball and everything just goes just like normal. But in the actual NFL, like in practice – you got to have – there are a lot of parts that could be messed up. Like the center could mess up the snap. The quarterback could drop the ball. The uh, Like on a handoff, like there, there could be a botched handoff. Running back could fumble it while they're running towards the line. Any O-lineman could break their – like for a single offensive play to go right, there are so many individual battles that need to be won. And uh, I think it definitely – I agree with you. It's definitely underappreciated that uh, like for the fullback to go out there and make a block. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so to kind of like shift gears a little bit, uh, how do you think being uh, being like a college athlete, right? Uh, how do you think that that affects like your personal life? Do you think that like being a college athlete, uh, has it taught you any like life skills or made you a better person anyway? Yeah, it, it teaches you how to uh, bond with one another and, you know, respect everyone. And it's not all about you. So, you know, you have everyone in your team. So you have to, you're fighting for that every day to make sure every one of them is good you know so you just gotta take one day at a time and let football go because football is is a good part of your life I, i'm glad i start playing it showed me right from wrong even more than i already have for my parents and my grandparents you know older generations yeah definitely i mean football we've heard it from a lot of guys you know it could be a big teaching skill not only for that like right and wrong but also for camaraderie like you said just, uh, you know, those are your guys. Like, the guys on your team, you've got their back. You know they've got your back. So uh, it's definitely a good lesson in life of, like, kind of, like, loyalty, you know, like being there for the people that you care about, stuff like that. Yep. Exactly. I 100% agree right there. And uh, sticking on the route of uh, talking about college and, uh, you know, with the, with the football aspect, uh, what's the biggest game that you've played in so far in your college career? Ooh, I probably got two. Uh Probably 2018, uh, Lenore Ryan versus Wingate. It was it was like the second round of playoffs. Well, second or third round of playoffs, and we won by a flea flicker. It was crazy. Like it was like 17 <laughs> seconds. It was like 17 seconds left. He was in the end zone. He mossed the guy. It was crazy. Riley McGee. I remember like it was yesterday. Um, and then the other game is probably West Florida last year, my junior year. It was a tough battling game, and they went on to win it. But it still was an awesome game. You're just clacking heads from point A to point B. 
Hey, definitely. I mean, I feel like whenever I see a flea flicker on my TV, I'm like, man, this about to be a touchdown. I, I feel like I haven't really seen like a flea flicker <laughs> that having like gone for a touchdown. I don't know why, but that's just like how it is. I, I have no idea why. I don't know. It's just special. Like it's just like a power or something that like, will gift from God. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really, it really feels that way, honestly. And I feel like you know, being on the field and being a part of uh, that that play is something special, right there. That's just a. It's such a unique play, you know. Yeah, it's it's, it's awesome. Like when I seen it up close, because I used to see it on TV. You know, NFL. I was like, oh, this probably would never work. And where I'm at, and it did. It was amazing. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much, I feel like, how, how it is, how how you explain it, pretty much. So uh, another question that I want to ask, this is kind of more of a off-the-football route, more of a personal question, is uh, what's your fa- what's been your uh, favorite favorite event at college outside of football? Hmm, honestly, I like the uh, intramural, like the gym, like you get to go play with the non-athletes and, and, and your team, too. You just go in the gym and you get together, laugh and have fun. You shoot the basketball and stuff. But, you know, being cautious or not breaking an ankle or anything, not doing nothing crazy, but, you know, just playing around, giving extra energy when you got time off. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I've heard so many stories about, like, with professional athletes, how, like, in their contract, it says, like, oh, you're not allowed to play, like, recreational sports because, you know, the fear of, like, of them getting hurt because of that instead of getting hurt because of the sport that they actually play. I just think that's like, it's, it's not hilarious. It's just something, it's just something you wouldn't really expect when you, uh, when yeah. you got a contract, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's just remember so like weird. Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes is playing like a pickup game of basketball. And like the chiefs just absolutely locked that down first thing. Cause they were like, this is our franchise guy. We cannot have him playing basketball and getting injured on the court. It was crazy. I remember it like kind of blew up on Twitter when he posted it. Yeah, it was so weird. But, you know, I mean, in college, you know, those the rec centers, I feel like that, that's an awesome way of, like, just bonding with, uh, you know, people that, you know, aren't even on the football team, just just athletes in general and, and like, other other non-athletes just chilling, playing some basketball. I feel like it's a great time. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, so to kind of go off of, like, what you're doing for fun, your free time, stuff like that, uh, what would you say like your favorite song is to listen uh, like when you're when you're kind of trying to get in the zone right before a game? What's your favorite song to listen to? I'd probably say you know it's a little classic, Lil Wayne. I'm on one. Hey. Yeah, I like <laughs> Lil that song. Yeah. I'm a big Lil Wayne guy. Yeah, man. I hate when he fell off for a little bit, but hey, I still love the old Lil Wayne. Yeah, you know, I mean, like mid two thousands, late like late two thousand, like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. That's yeah. the kind of <laughs> man. Uh, I, yeah, personally, personally, I don't really, I haven't really listened to Lil Wayne that much. Personally, have to say, he, he's an all time great, though. I will say that. Yeah, he probably like four or five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd say, say. <laughs> I'd say that. Yeah, for sure. All right, Nate, go ahead, man. I know you had something you wanted to say. Yeah, uh, I definitely, I mean, personally, I put Lil Wayne, like, top top 10, top 15-ish. I'm not sure. I'd have to think about it more, though. But, uh, anyway, so, like, that's what you'd like to do, like, that's what you like to do before the game, like, favorite pregame song kind of thing. But uh, what's your favorite thing to do, like, right after a big win? Like, what's your favorite thing to do post-game? Uh, after the game, I like to get as much rest as I can. Sometimes I might do something, go eat or something, but I like to eat and just go lay down, you know, get some rest because I, pro- I play hard during the game so after the game my body be beat up and stuff so i need extra recovery time to make sure i'm ready for the next week of practice in the game you know 
Yeah, definitely. I feel like some people have this misconception that like that football players go out and they like have fun after their game. Like people are tired. If they played the game right, they should be tired. Yeah, you're right about that. I know I'd be exhausted. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like a lot of guys we've talked with, you know, we personally for me, I'm, I I expect like, oh, you know, after a win, you go out with go out with the teammates to like a to like a restaurant or something, just uh, have some dinner, have some like have some fun. But like a lot of guys that we've talked to have said, you know, after the game, they just go back to the, they just go back to their beds and crash pretty much. <laughs> That's it's just it's just how it is. And I mean, for me, you know, I played flag football for a little bit. And after after those games, man, I'd be I'd be so tired, and that's only like an hour. And that's flag football. I can't even imagine how it is with tackle. It <laughs> yeah. just sounds it yeah. just sounds grueling, you know. Hey. Yeah, I ran track for all four years of high school, as I've mentioned a ton of times on the podcast. But uh, after I would come back from those track meets, that's like running. I used to run like four hundred meters or eight hundred meters usually. So, like, after running, like, two laps around the track, I would go and I'd be so tired. I couldn't even do anything with my friends. I had to go right back to my dorm room and just, like, relax, chill, sometimes just take a nap, you know. So, I can't even imagine going out on a football field for, like, like close to an hour or even more than an hour playing football. That'd be nuts, you know. Like, I, I run for, what, two minutes, and you guys are out there running hard for, like, that long. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, another question that uh, I wanted to touch on is uh, who do you think – or who are, who are your uh, personal top five NFL fullbacks uh, as of right now? Uh, see, I like James Devlin and and Justin So I I like those. I try to the older guys. I really didn't watch those um, them too much because you know I came into football late. But those are two main guys that I like right now. Yeah, I mean you know Kyle. Uh, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce his last Music. name. Music. How do you say it? I, I ever, I, everyone calls him Juice, so I'm just gonna call him Juice. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> hard to pronounce. Yeah, it, it is, but you know he he's an absolute beast. He's and he's like he's like the di- what uh different than what we what you know a fan would expect at a fullback. He I feel like he could really he's like he's more of like a running back at fullback who can block exceptionally, pretty much. Yep, that that's pretty much what he is. So I think you know he's an absolute beast. Definitely the uh the best fullback in the NFL, at least personally for me. But another question that uh, I want to uh, want to ask is, uh, currently uh, during your college uh, career, are there, have there been any teammates that uh, you looked up to uh, so far? I looked up to Kyle Duggar, obviously, and I look up to Derek Young and uh, Jace Jordan. Those guys are on the offensive side of the ball with me. They work extremely hard, and, you know, they came a long way, so – I just want to see those guys keep stepping it up and doing the right thing so we can lead our team to a national championship. Yeah, I mean, you know, those guys who, who grinded to get there and worked hard to get there are always great guys to look up to. I mean, you know, my man uh, Kyle Duggar, you know, second-round pick in the in the uh, NFL draft this past season, I think that he's a great guy to look up to, so I really like that answer right there. Like Kyle Duggar, you know, he's someone who definitely he improved a lot uh, like throughout his college career, but also definitely throughout that last season. His draft stock definitely like skyrocketed. Uh, so I was wondering, like, what uh, what's one thing or uh, that you, what's one thing that you really want to like improve on for this season and beyond? I just I just want to I just want to uh, improve on because I played last year with my old coaching staff. We played like ninety something snaps a game. I just want to, you know, go through every game extremely focused. Like 
not not that I wasn't focused, just I want to see everything clearly, you know, because so much going on. I just want to make sure everything's in fine line print so I can dominate the best of my ability my last year so I can leave it all on the field. Yeah, definitely. Just kind of lock in and get rid of all the noise, you know, just yeah. uh, focus in on that, on that field. Definitely. 100%. So, uh, the question that uh, we we really like to end off with uh, for the show that uh, you know we like to uh, ask as our last question, obviously, is uh, what have you been doing during quarantine to uh, pass time? I've been working out and uh, running. So uh, with the gyms and stuff was closed. I'm from Fitzgerald, Georgia, and the gyms and stuff were closed during quarantine. And I called Lowe's up in the Hickory, where is Lenore Ryan's located. So. They got a side gate where they lift big bags of sand, concrete, and mulch every single day. Like, you have to stand out there and lift it for people. So I qualified for that job, and I've been doing that ever since and stretching with bands and running just to stay in shape so when we come back, I won't lose a step. Yeah, I mean, definitely, you know, got to stay uh, gotta stay prepared, got to stay ready for uh, when you guys get back. And, I mean, I think that that's a great uh, that's a great workout routine right there, you know, getting – uh, staying up uh, on your game like that, you know, having to list all that stuff definitely uh, helps you uh, stay ready and uh, stay prepared for uh, what's to come for sure. So uh, that's just about wraps up our uh, episode for today. Uh, Jason, I want to thank you so much for being able to come on and talk today, my man. Uh, you got anything else you want to say before we sign off? No, nah, man, I appreciate you guys, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, man, it was, it was an honor having you on. Great being able to talk with you today. Uh, Nate, you got anything else you want to say, man? Yeah, just uh, I hope everyone is finding some ways to improve themselves. You know, hope everyone is thriving back at home, wherever you are when you're listening to this. Uh, most of all, I hope everyone stays safe. You know, uh, there's a lot going on right now. And uh, definitely, yeah, just stay safe. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, everyone just uh, stay safe, stay healthy, uh, do what you can to get through this, and, uh, you know, socially distance if you're going to hang out with your friends, all that stuff. But uh, that just about wraps up our episode for today. If you guys haven't, make sure you follow us on Instagram at QF underscore Nate and Ryan and on Twitter at QF underscore NNR. We post fun content and behind-the-scenes stuff, so be sure to follow us on those platforms. And that's all for today, so I hope everyone enjoyed, and we'll see you guys next time. Are you an athlete who has big aspirations but struggling to keep an intense and persistent workout routine? Well, look no further. TurfWorkout.com brings the intensity that is designed for increasing footwork, explosivity, transitional running, strength, speed, and core all to you virtually. Designed by Dale Greenwald, CSCS strength and conditioning specialist who has trained athletes at the pro, college, and high school levels, TurfWorkout.com brings you weekly workout plans sent each week to guide athletes at all levels with each video being demonstrated by a Division One athlete. For the low price of $20, you can start your first workout with Turf and for an additional $10, receive weekly workouts designed by Coach Greenwald himself. So, if you're an athlete in need of a consistent and intense workout to improve your game during these difficult times, you must check out TurfWorkout.com.